This is Tim Tap, host of Tap Into the Truth that you can hear every Friday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern on the K-Star Talk Radio Network, Liberty Talk FM, ZMA Radio, and the Vera Networks. Command codes verified. is in a crucial stage It's not because of foreign wars we wage It's more to do with the colors blue and red Too many laws and too much government Can you tell me where the Constitution went? The Bill of Rights is just hanging by a thread So many people try to cross the border Politicians build a new world order Welcome to today's broadcast of Tapping to the Truth. Hope you're having a fantastic day wherever you are and whatever you may be doing with all the usual caveats. I am, of course, your ever so humble and mostly peaceful host, Tim Tap, coming to you live from historic Roan County, Tennessee. And we are indeed live as we're going out across the Vera Networks as we're going out over Liberty Talk FM, and of course, we're also uh, out there at K-Star Talk Radio Network and the ZMA Radio as well. So glad to have all you guys on board listening live, and uh, hey, you know what? Let's just get right into things right after I remind you about one of our sponsors. You know, I have to kind of jump right in there first, trying to do things a little differently uh, than what I have been doing, because, you know, this is always doing it in the same order. This means that if you're joining the show live, you're hearing a different sponsor. Eh, you may not get to hear all of them. Uh, so that's not fair. Now, 
one thing I have been reminding you guys about for a while now is we have seen firsthand how much woke mentality has seeped its way into the medical profession. So it is up to you to take your health care into your hands. That means you got a lot of decisions to make, including how you deal with pain and inflammation. And you have to also be worried about side effects. So, you know, let's, let's say heart disease, blood clots, strokes, kidney failure. Well, all that can be found on the back of an ibuprofen bottle. And to top all that off, ibuprofen doesn't even get to the main cause of your pain and swelling. Nope. Doesn't even get started. It's only temporary pain relief, and it only masks the true problem, which, of course, is inflammation. It's not a solution to your pain. It's just hiding it for a bit. <laughs> Maybe. Right now, you can go to stopmyinflammation.com backslash T-A-P-P and learn more about a special offer that's being uh, made available just to listeners of Tap Into the Truth. It's not only ineffective when we're talking about ibuprofen and dealing with your pain. It's expensive, and it's downright dangerous for seniors. That's why researchers are saying to add Antarctic krill oil to your diet. I'm talking about omega-3 fatty acids. I'm talking about native path krill oil. This is really good stuff. The omega-3 uh, content of krill oil has been shown to support healthy blood pressure, circulation, brain health, as well as reduce inflammation, swelling, and joint pain. And that has really, really been where I've seen a great advantage. It has improved my ankles and knees immeasurably. And now I'm actually starting to feel uh, a little bit better with my wrist as well. So it, the more I take it, the more it's doing for me. Anyway, the, the fact of the matter is that the uh, Antarctic krill oil, it can outperform ibuprofen, Advil, and Tylenol. It doesn't have the dangerous side effects that we talked about a little while ago. And better yet, for a limited time, you can grab Native Path Antarctic krill oil for as low as $23 a bottle. Again, just go to stopmyinflammation.com backslash T-A-P-P. Go there right now for your special offer, just being part of the Tap Into the Truth audience. Uh, Native Path, Antarctic Krill Oil. It's good stuff. It really works. Okay, now, with that having been said, we are scheduled to be joined here in just a little bit by the man who is known as Tucker Carlson's biographer. Okay, well, that's just one of the things you know him at because that's the most recent thing that he's done. Uh, his most recent book, Tucker is considered to be the definitive biography of Tucker Carlson. And uh, he has also, he's been a journalist, he's been a uh, culture critic, he's been a public speaker. He's not a guy who's afraid to jump into the fray when it comes to telling you the truth. We're talking about Chadwick Moore. He'll be joining us here just in a little bit. A little bit later than that, we're going to be joined... Uh, fresh from a Newsmax hit that's going to be going on while we're talking to uh, uh, Chadwick, Christina Bob will be coming back on with us, and we'll be uh, talking about the latest Trump indictments with her, in case you don't recall, while Christina 
did right stealing your vote, she also happens to be one of the attorneys working for the Trump election campaign. Going to be interesting to see that. Then, then all the way off in hour number two, which will be here quicker than you can uh, <laughs> even realize. Uh, in hour number two, we're going to be joined for the entirety of the hour by the host of the Ron Edwards American Experience, the purveyor of the Edwards Notebooks. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Mr. Ron Edwards will make his triumphant return uh, visiting, and uh, he has come to his senses, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, he tried to cut back on the amount of time, and the last few times he was here, he realized that he just didn't have enough time. Uh, he likes talking for an hour, if you've ever listened to his own show. So cutting him down to somewhere between 15 minutes to 30 minutes uh, just doesn't cut it, especially if he cuts himself down to 30 and then doesn't call in until about 15 minutes late. So we'll uh, we'll get the full hour, and uh, we've got a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, I was told that Ron was not really fiery on his own show today, which seems hard to believe. Uh, I didn't catch it live, but unfortunately I usually get caught up on Ron's shows over the weekend. But I have a feeling... I might be able to get him worked up. I'm at least going to try. It should be entertaining, if nothing else. So again, welcome to Friday night. This is Tapping to the Truth, and thank you so very much for being here. Uh, Doug is uh, giving me the signal right now that uh, Chadwick Moore is actually on the line already. So, with no further ado, let me reintroduce to you once again uh, the author of Tucker, definitive, definitive, Biography of Tucker Carlson. Uh, he's been a journalist, public speaker, political commentator, cultural critic. Uh, he's a regular columnist and contributing editor to The Spectator. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back to the show, Mr. Chadwick Moore. Uh, Chadwick, thank you so much for joining us uh, once again. Uh, we had a great time last time you were here uh, talking about uh, the book. And uh, we've got some other things to talk about, but before we jump into any of those other things, first, I want to thank you for being flexible with your schedule. And number two, how are you doing today? I, well, that's so polite. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm, I'm actually here, as you said. Uh, I'm doing great today. Uh, you know, any day is a good day that you're alive and healthy and surrounded by loved ones. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty well, too, especially by that metric. I uh, can't go wrong. I get a chance to uh, breathe free in America. And then beyond that, I get a chance to, to broadcast live and share my thoughts and opinions uh, with lots of people that are tuning in. Uh, so that's not something everybody gets to do, but I feel like as an American, everyone should get to. And beyond that, I get to talk to great guests like you, sir. So uh, fantastic. Uh, obviously... Uh, Tucker has been out for a little bit. Uh, I would imagine that uh, it's doing really, really well based on everything I've seen, but I would like to get firsthand information on that for the audience. So how are sales of Tucker going, and what's the general feedback been so far? Um, well, uh, you know, feedback has been great, which is, you know, it's, um, you know, when you're taking on a project like this, and we started writing this book, over a year ago, you know, this is sort of, I guess, the definitive biography of Tucker Carlson, and and um, you know, that's a that's there's there's a lot of pressure on you uh, because he's um, he's so he's so not only beloved by so many millions of people, but also so hated by millions of others, and also feared by many others. Um, you know, he's such a he's such a uh, iconic and powerful force in our culture, uh, of the likes of which I think at this point only really Rush Limbaugh compares. 
And, um, you know, so, uh, you know, Tucker really entrusted me um, to tell his story. He never asked to see a word of the book. He never asked to see anything. He let me into his life. I got to spend a lot of time with him to write this biography of him. And um, once the show got taken off the air, that, you know, it, it you know, became um, it, not only was it a great honor, but also, you know, it's, it's very, you know, nerve wracking because you want to feel like you did this person justice in your book. And, you know, um, thankfully, so much of the feedback that I've gotten from everyday people who are reading the book all, all over social media who are messaging me, they really love it. They're really enjoying it. And, and they're really, I think what's most gratifying is they're really getting out of the book what I intended, which is um, to, to, to put forth an honest three-dimensional portrait of this man uh, that, that is not just, um, you know, whatever uh, hit pieces you'd read about him or painting him one way or the other, but painting him as a human being and, um, and, and all that entails and trying to get it where he comes from, what he's about, what he believes in, what motivates him and who he is off camera and who he is just as a man and a human being. Uh, and people seem to be really getting that out of the book. And I mean, that, that feels better than anything in the world. I mean, it feels, it, it feels really great that people are seeing that. And so uh, I'm, it's, 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 it's a good feeling. Yeah. I mean, I, how, how could it not be? Uh, I, uh, I, I mentioned to almost every author that comes on the show that, you know, I, I write short, short articles and, and op-eds here and there. And I always feel like I just don't have enough time to do anything more long uh, form. So I'm always in a level of amazement for anybody who has the time to actually put together the type of research that goes into a book like that, but then also is able to capture that accurate picture. So when you know that you've accomplished that goal, that you've done more than just uh, wrote well, but it was also well-written as far as capturing the truth. Uh, that's the goal of every writer that's writing uh, the uh, non-fiction type of material. So, I mean, and it is spot on. You've done a fantastic job. You painted the picture of a man, not a major media figure, uh, not the most hated person by the left, but as a man who's not afraid to be a target, but who is still just a man. And, uh, yeah, that's that's great work. So uh, congratulations again, Chad. A lot of success. Still coming with that, I believe, too. And you've earned every bit of it. So uh, great job. Uh, now. Thank you very much. For tonight's primary topic, this is kind of more of a Tucker Carlson adjacent issue, which I'm uh, presuming that you probably know just a little bit about, uh, given that some of this would have transpired during the uh, time frame that you were spending. Um, we just recently saw Tucker Carlson's most recent uh, show over on Twitter, where he was conducting an interview with the former Capitol Police chief. And what makes this such an unusual situation, besides how damning that interview was, and if anybody out there hasn't seen it yet, get over to Twitter. Oh, I'm sorry. We're supposed to call it X now. That's it's going to take me a minute to, to make that correction. <laughs> but get over to X and go see it. Because it is, if you had any questions involving what was going on there uh, early on, almost every uh, accusation of tinfoil hat-wearing conspiracy theory kind of mentality, it gets fueled even more. There's a lot of questions that still need to be answered, and we need to be asking them. But uh, what, what sets this apart, though, 
because this wasn't the first conversation Tucker had with the uh, former police chief. He did an interview with him for Fox News while he was still there. It never aired. And there's some questions about that. But what's really interesting now is Donald Trump or his legal team in particular, uh, there's rumors that they have subpoenaed Fox News to try to get that unaired interview. Uh, what, how much of this uh, situation do you have personal knowledge of? And uh, what kind of a picture can you paint as far as what you do know here? Right. So uh, the personal knowledge I do have of that is, and uh, Tucker also said this uh, ahead of that interview that, that, that was released yesterday, the second interview with this guy, the re-interview, if, if you will, is that that interview was supposed to air on Fox News on April 24th, 2003, which was the day that his show was taken off the air. And I also happen to know that his monologue for that night's show, which I saw, uh, was almost entirely about January 6th and about Ray Epps. Uh, and uh, that monologue never aired. Uh, and I do know also that Fox News contractually owns that interview, that initial interview, because it was works produced by him while he was under contract at Fox. Now, also to be clear, <clears throat> excuse me, he's still under contract at Fox. He's still an employee of Fox News. As we're speaking, he's still getting a weekly paycheck, which you could imagine is very high to not have a show on Fox. They're paying him to not have a program. Uh, they're currently still sending him cease and desist letters for his Twitter show uh, because uh, they're claiming it's a breach of contract. I'm not really sure that it is a breach of contract, judging by the language that they're using. They're saying that he's uh, rendering services. Um, well, it, he's not being paid by Elon Musk or by Twitter. So legally, I don't think that constitutes rendering services. I believe his argument would probably be that he is just taking to Twitter to express political opinions of the day like anyone else on Fox News does, any other host or employee. Um, Fox, I think, has backed down a little bit on their cease and desist because uh, it's such a bad look for them. Basically, Tucker's team told me anytime they send him a letter that they're just going to post the letter online and let that do its work. <laughs> so that's very bad looking for Fox. But I do know that they own that original um, interview, so that's why Tucker couldn't just release the original. Instead, he invited him up to uh, um, police chief son back up to Maine in his newly built studio. What, what people were seeing in that interview is the new studio that they built after Fox came in and gutted his old studio in Maine, which I watched him operate in for uh, last year working on this book. And... Um, he just decided to recreate it because Fox wasn't going to release this. Um, now, if you want to get deeper into the reasons why the Trump team, legal team, might be trying to subpoena that video, um, you know, I think it's, uh, you know, I'm of many minds of that. One of them being that if, if Trump, if the Trump lawyers think they're going to try to litigate the narrative of January 6th in front of a D.C. jury, I think that's a really stupid approach. And I think... Trump is obviously innocent um, for what happened on January 6th and what he's being charged with. He's being charged for thought crimes. Um, but I don't think it, I, I think there's a high probability he will be convicted by D.C. jury. D.C. voted 95 percent for Joe Biden. To put that into perspective, New York City, San Francisco, Los Angeles and Chicago all voted for Biden in the 70 percent range. So D.C. is way more left and liberal than any of those cities that we associate as being like the most progressive places on the planet. 
Um, I think that if Trump is trying to litigate the narrative of January 6th by putting that interview in, and that interview is very powerful, it really sums up the fact that the federal government, Nancy Pelosi, um, what we call the deep state, I guess, all the intelligence agencies, uh, withheld support uh, from the Capitol Police to make sure that the Capitol wasn't breached, to make sure that protest was, and it was a protest, it was an election integrity protest, to make sure that protest was orderly and peaceful. The Capitol Police were unprepared and they weren't given, given the resources that they asked for that day by Nancy Pelosi, by Chuck Schumer, and I'm sorry, not Chuck Schumer, Mitch McConnell, and um, by uh, higher by the Pentagon and higher intelligence officials. That was sort of the takeaway from that interview. And there's no reason to believe that this guy is lying. Um, but if Trump wants to litigate the narrative of January 6th, I, I truly believe that's a bad legal approach to take because you have to think these people in D.C., it's a religion for them. For any Democrat that you talk to, for any liberal, it's January 6th is, is the history of January 6th is a religion. So if you imagine talking to a jury of 12 people who are all, for example, um, theists, they all believe in God, you're basically trying to tell them God doesn't exist. You know, you could give them all the all the all the examples in the world, and uh, they're not going to believe it. I mean, it's it's an absolute religion for these people. Um, so, the reason why Trump's campaign might be or Trump's legal team might be trying to do that is, I, I suppose, they're trying to crack that narrative. But I don't think it's going to work. Sorry, that is a tangent that you didn't ask for, but <laughs> but that is my my theory on what's happening with that. Right. Well, I was actually going to go in that direction anyway, so you just saved me uh, trying to connect a dot or two. <laughs> but uh, my, my question still remains, though. I, I mean, if you are the Trump legal team, you want that footage, you want that interview so you can get the what appears to be honest interaction uh, and uh, what still amounts to powerful testimony if it's, if it's even half as powerful as what we got to see uh, just – what was it, a couple of days ago, I think, is when it was released. Uh, it, it really is strong stuff. And obviously, uh, in D.C., he's done for its toast. In fact, there's a reason why they had to bring it in D.C., because there's so much questionable about just Second Amendment uh, and First Amendment concerns, not Second Amendment, but First Amendment concerns as far as what you're allowed to say and what was said, whether there's any criminality whatsoever uh, let alone actually charging and going to court. But if you introduce all this, you still have, number one, a chance that even though the judge really doesn't like J6, uh, uh, what, what's the best word here, uh, defendants, we'll say defendants. Uh, she, she's made it clear she hates uh, January 6th defendants. She's been harsher than uh, any other judge in the hearing. She's often uh, thrown in more stuff. Uh, then the prosecution has even asked for on a lot of these folks. No reason to believe she's going to treat Donald Trump any differently. But if a judge was to actually set aside their personal feelings, they might be in a position where they would have to set aside the findings of the jury in the interest of actually pursuing justice. But I, I don't expect that either. But here's what my real thought is. There's no way he gets convicted here and doesn't appeal. Uh, when it appeals, it's going to have to go to a higher court. And at some point, uh, the actual law and the Constitution is going to have to play a factor here. But having introduced this, it could actually lead to some disciplinary actions for these lower people that brought this in the first place. Is there any chance that that might be part of the idea? 
I mean, well, we can, we can hope there are convictions and trials for lower people brought this up. Um, I'm trying not to be negative uh, this day and age, but it's difficult. So, I, so I'm trying not to be pessimistic, but because um, it really is the way to be. Optimistic is the way to be. So I, I, I shouldn't comment too much on that. But, um, I mean, the, the D.C. trial is, I mean, it's obviously, obviously a stitch up. And you have this judge who was worked at the same tiny little law firm as Hunter Biden. Like, have you seen that? And the thing is, and, and she's like, people assume she's she may be partisan. The thing is that the Trump campaign can't, or the Trump, I keep, I'm sorry, I keep saying campaign. The Trump legal team can't even ask for a uh, for her to recuse herself because it's because she's a federal judge. It's up to her decision if she's biased or not. It's up to her decision if she should be recused. So the Trump team could say, you know, we want to ask the judge to recuse themselves because of herself, because of her past connections to the Biden administration. And it's her decision to say whether she's biased or not. Of course, she's going to say, I'm not biased. And now she's looking at the Trump team through a different lens and more hostily. Uh, so that's one thing that they're facing. But with everything else, it's it's um, the whole it, it it's. It's such a stitch up. Everyone knows this. All these are. And uh, with the Trump, I, I don't think they're I, I think a D.C. jury is absolutely going to convict him because it's a D.C. jury. Um, but I think you're right. The way forward is obviously going to be through appeals and through higher courts because it is litigating a First Amendment issue. But juries, I don't I just don't I've not seen the legal system has not given me much faith in recent years on many different trials that that that's enough you know even though it is a first amendment case they're basically saying what was in trump's head that day and the case is basically um did he believe it wasn't stolen but he said it anyway that's the case well how can you prove what's in the man's head and to this day i sincerely believe that donald trump thinks the election was stolen uh and a lot of people think that uh, maybe not through voting machines, but through other nefarious means, and maybe just through mail-in voting, uh, maybe just through changes to voting laws because of COVID. I mean, I think many of us think that it was nefarious in that respect. That's what the case hinges on, but you're going to have 12 D.C. residents who, again, voted 95% for Joe Biden, which is even higher than they voted for Hillary Clinton. I think it was 90% in 2016, who are just going to see January 6th, Trump, evil, convict, no matter what. Um, so we'll have to see. But but again, we we still do have a fairly good legal system in this country when it comes to appeals and things of that nature. Yeah, it, it really is a shame, though, that we are at this point where at least for the last I guess it's getting pretty close to a decade now, uh, Chadwick, uh, that it seems like politics is playing a stronger role in what's going on inside of our courtrooms. And we don't have judges and, and even juries in many cases that are willing to uh, arise above their own personal feelings. Uh, I feel like we're just really starting to get to the fun part of the conversation, but we, we've got to kind of wrap things up now. Uh, so, again, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, please remind everybody where they can uh, pick up a copy of the book and feel free to share any other websites and, of course, any of your social media handles and the platforms that you're still inviting people to follow you on, basically anything you want to put out there right now, uh, go ahead and do that right now. Oh, sure. Well, thank you so much for having me on. It's always a pleasure to speak with you. And uh, you can find more information about the book at TuckerTheBook.com. Uh, you can find the book at Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, Amazon, anywhere you get your books. 
Um, if your local bookstore doesn't have it, you can ask them to order it. That's always nice. And uh, you can find me. I'm most active on uh, X, formerly known as Twitter, uh, at uh, my name is Chadwick underscore more on there. And, uh, and you know, can look for my columns in The Spectator. So, And thank you again for having me on. Oh, well, uh, again, uh, it's a pleasure to have you here. Thank you very much. And I hope we get a chance to talk again soon. And hopefully we'll have some good news to talk about. Uh, Godspeed to you, sir. I hope so, too. And Godspeed to you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is, of course, Mr. Chadwick Moore, uh, author of the book Tucker, but also uh, just a damn good journalist, quite honestly. And uh, despite our shared concerns about the current legal system, uh, he is a pretty good optimist. Uh, And why not? He's fighting for the good side. And uh, when you're fighting for the light, it's easier to see it. Uh, Before we uh, slide into our mid-hour break, I want to remind you real quick to uh, spend a little time visiting our friends over at 4Patriots. 4Patriots has just about everything you might need to help get you through an extended period of time of life going sideways, as I have taken to calling it. Whether the grocery store shelves go uh, empty for a while or the power grid goes dark for just a little bit, and just about anything in between, uh, 4Patriots has something that can help you out with that. And uh, only one way for you to go see what I mean, and that's to visit them over at 4Patriots.com and uh, just take a long, hard look at all the great stuff they've got going on. And while you're there, once you decide you're going to throw some stuff in that uh, cart, when it comes time for checkout, be sure to use promo code TAP, that's T-A-P-P, to get yourself 10% off uh, whatever that final total is. Again, that's the number four, patriots.com. Use promo code TAP, T-A-P-P, at checkout. Save yourself 10%, and we'll be back right after this break. You have the right. I have the right. We all have the Second Amendment right. And that's the truth with Tim Tapp. So-called green cars with soil-killing batteries are causing Ford Automotive to drown in red ink. Hello, I'm Ron Edwards. On today's page from the Edwards Notebook, brought to you by Constitutional Grounds Coffee. Well, at one time, Americans knew that crime doesn't pay. That's no longer true, asked the Uncle Joe Biden family. But Ford Motor Company is learning the hard way that electric cars do not pay. For years, the government and woke corporations like Ford have tried until they tried out to convince we the people that driving potentially dangerous lithium battery-powered motor cars is a good idea. They thought we would just go along and en masse purchase autos with batteries that pollute the earth and easily catch fire and explode just because they said so. Hopefully, Ford Motor Company will learn from its projected loss of four. billion on electric vehicles and go right back to improving upon combustion petrol-powered cars. If not, may new auto producers arise and produce what consumers want, not vehicles based upon the dictates of the United Nations Agenda 2030 plan. I'm Ron Edwards. 
Join me live weekdays to find out where. Go to theronedwards.com. These stocks are designed specifically for people who haven't started investing yet or don't know how to do it or haven't been trained how to do it or are worried about investing in the stock market that they've never done before. It's a robo-advisor system that really simplifies the investing process. The challenge we all have is that as you work and you grow in your career, you have to put something aside for yourself when you retire around 65 years old. And the idea of Beanstalks is to simplify that whole process. In other words, put aside 10% of your salary each week, maybe just $100, and let it go to work in the stock market for you. And what Beanstalk does is basically automate that process for you. Easy to set up. You can transfer directly to your bank account and puts it into exchange-traded funds, which are baskets of many stocks, which gives you diversification. That's the whole key, the idea that you can have this done for you weekly or bi-monthly. But the most important thing is to start now and make it so that you are putting something aside for your own retirement. Beanstalks just makes it really simple to do. Introducing Einstock, Drink, Conquer, Repeat, Skull. Einstock beer is a globally distributed, award-winning Icelandic craft beer. Einstock is created from the Icelandic water that flows from glaciers through lava fields and delivers some of the purest water on Earth. Knowing that beer is 95% water, we source the first and most vital ingredient from the local springs of a mountain that stands guard over the town of Akiari, just 60 miles south of the Arctic Circle. Einstock beer is crafted with locally sourced ingredients, and the brewery runs from 100% renewable energy sources, geothermal and hydropower. Einstock has become the number one craft beer and also the number one alcohol export from Iceland. Here in the United States, you can find Einstock beer on the shelves at retail chains like ABC Fine Wine and Spirits, Bemmo, Cost Plus World Market, HEB in Texas, Kroger, Publix, Target, Total Wine, Trader Joe's, and Whole Foods, just to name a few. So won't you raise a glass and drink Conquer. Repeat. Skull. When I invented my pillow, my passion was to help each and every one of you. And 20 years later, all of your support is what keeps us going. Because of you, we've been able to create thousands of USA jobs and help millions get the best sleep ever. To thank you, my employees and I are bringing you a limited edition my pillow. The Giza Elegance My Pillow is made with my patented adjustable fill, the most amazing cotton, and a two-inch pipe gusset. It has four custom loft levels, machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty. Go to mypillow.com and use promo code TAPP or call 1-800-659-9936. That's mypillow.com with promo code TAPP. From all of us here at MyPillow, 
Hi, this is Matt Fitzgibbons at PatriotMusic.com. If you share my passion for the simple but timeless principles that made our republic great and you like rock music, check out my five albums and videos on American history at PatriotMusic.com. You say gun control is using both hands. I've got to be free the way God made men. And I won't be ruled by the damn U.N. Hi, I'm Christina Bob, author of Stealing Your Vote and attorney for the Donald J. Trump for President 2024 campaign. And you're listening to Tim Tap and Tap Into the Truth. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very much for staying with us through that break. Glad to have all of you here listening live on a Friday night. Uh, of all the things you could be doing, you're listening to this show, and thank you so much for that. Now, you just heard the, the liner, the author of Stealing Your Vote, the inside story of the 2020 election and what it means for 2024. She also happens to be an attorney for the Save America PAC, uh, one of Donald Trump's re-election campaign PACs. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show, uh, Miss Christina Bob. Uh, Christina, thank you so much for joining us. I know you're very, very busy, so I greatly appreciate you taking the time to join us. How are you? Hey, Tim. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. All right. Well, we're definitely excited to have you here. Got a lot of buzz and a lot of positive uh, feedback from your last time on. So obviously oh, uh, the, the listeners really love hearing uh, the things that you've had to say. And not just about the book, but they also really, really know that as a Trump attorney, uh, no matter how closely you're working uh, with Donald Trump or even if you're just on the outskirts of the orbit of part of the Trump team, you're a very busy person right now. So, uh, first of all, <laughs> yeah, what they, is it they like? keep us busy. That's for sure. Yeah. Right, right now, what is it actually like being part uh, of these uh, teams that are working to try and yeah. protect a man that has been so targeted and, and in a fashion that defies constitutional rights? Even right. <laughs> yeah, it's a, a bit astonishing. Every day is. You know, you never know what you're going to get. You got to see what comes the next day. But I can say I'm really pleased and happy with the legal teams that he currently has in place. Um, you know, we've seen a lot of articles that have been really critical of some of the teams and all that. But I think for every case that he's got, the attorneys that are in place are, are really great. I enjoy working with them. Um, and I think they're doing a really good job for the president, which is also encouraging because, of course, you want him to have the best representation possible. And I think he does. And so, you know, we all find a lot of meaning in our work and purpose. And to your point, I think a lot of what he's facing right now is totally unconstitutional. It's un-American. It's unprecedented. Uh, there's a lot of problems with it. So it's a really 
every topic is very interesting, right? Because it seems so basic. It really takes us back to our founding principles as a nation, as who are we as a nation and what is our constitution and why do we have the constitution that we have? And uh, yeah, so I mean, every day is interesting, that's for sure. Well, it's terrifying, too, because when you see how far uh, certain elements within our government, uh, getting full Mm -hmm. support from large numbers of Americans who just don't seem to either, A, understand what they're really doing, or B, understand what the consequences of going down this path will be, uh, it's terrifying. We, We really are just basically giving away the Constitution. We're giving away all of our legal protections, mm-hmm. and it's it's frightening. But I, I said, uh, and we can go back into the archives if we like, and I, I'm probably not the only one who did, but I knew that Donald Trump was going to be in legal jeopardy uh, as soon as he left office, the very moment that he was having legal challenges uh, involving the uh, the temporary pause on uh, the vetting of illegals uh, that were supposed to be coming over from the Middle East, that were supposed to be uh, getting vetted, that were all supposed to be refugees, uh, and just the very language they used and and how they went about it. They talked about, point blank, that uh, Donald Trump was just being racist and it's a Muslim ban, and that's the typical Mm -hmm. stuff. But when lawyers say in court... And admit publicly that if this had been anyone else, that the, as president of the United States, they'd be fully within their rights to try to better vet these people. But it's only because it's Donald Trump and only because when he ran, he said mean things that suddenly he should be held to a different standard. And that's what we're seeing every step of the way now. It is a completely different standard than what would be deemed for any other American citizen. You're, you're exactly right. For any other American president, I mean, it's so interesting that all of the Biden crimes are coming out at the same time as they're trying to, they're basically trying to prosecute innocent Donald Trump for the crimes that Joe Biden committed. Uh, and it, it's really interesting because there is a double standard. And apparently there has been a double standard for a long time. You know, the problems that we have today are not problems that just pop up overnight. You don't have a Justice Department that's uh, lawfully and fairly applying the law and then suddenly wake up and say, you know what, let's do things differently and let's totally persecute our political opponents. So this has been going on for a while. We really just haven't been paying attention to it or, you know, not where we've been able to no- notice it. Excuse me. So I think one of the biggest contributions that Donald Trump has had to this nation, I think, is just outing outing the problems you know even he himself will say i had no idea how deep the swamp went and none of us did i don't think and so just putting donald trump in the room so to speak with the department of justice and with some of these corrupt bureaucratic agencies uh it it exposes the corruption and gives we the people an opportunity to clean it up so you know the stakes are very high but i I have faith that our Constitution will survive this assault, but let's make no mistake about it. It is an assault on on our Constitution and on who we are as an American, as our, as a nation. Um, but I think we'll get through it, but we we it will take all of us. Everybody's got to step up, volunteer, work your polls, get involved. If you don't want to work the elections, get involved in some other, you know, effort in your community because it's an all-hands-on-deck moment. 
absolutely. Because no matter how else you parse it, no matter how else you try to to inspire people to get involved, it, it's not an attack on Donald Trump. It's not an attack on the Constitution. It's an attack on every American citizen, period. It is yeah. an attack on us, and we have to understand that right now Donald Trump's the guy who's standing in the way. And we need yeah. to have his back so that we don't so that we'll have somebody uh, having our backs when it's our turn there's a, a huge efforts to try and intimidate people a huge efforts to try to to force people to to quieten down and huge efforts to silence people uh, and they just they don't want the truth out and they certainly they certainly don't hesitate to drop a new indictment on Trump every time something new about Hunter comes out and, and it's been pretty obvious for a minute but I love how it's so obvious that even people like Elizabeth Warren is starting to back away from the, well, we're going to back Biden regardless. Now she's taken the uh, the tone of, well, I have concerns about influence peddling regardless of the party. And you know right, that's a result right, right. of the, the shifting winds, but go ahead. Yes, I mean, she knows, but I think all the Democrats know, so I think the whole, I don't think it's her backing out for, uh, just or righteous reasons. I think the party is shifting and probably the party will come to a point where they will have to not back Joe Biden. I mean, I think the wheels are absolutely coming off this Biden crime family. And I mean, maybe he remains the likely Democrat nominee as the incumbent. You know, that seems like the normal course. But I wouldn't be surprised if it's not Joe Biden. I mean, he just has so many problems. I, I don't think he can win again. Uh, it, it is a scary thought that, that he would even make it uh, to the nomination process at this point, all things yeah. considered. But, yeah, he shouldn't. And if I can correct myself, I said I don't think he can win again. I don't think he won the first time, but uh, <laughs> I don't I don't think they can fake another win for him. Sorry, let me rephrase that. That's fine. Um, what is your legal opinion of mm -hmm. this most recent indictment against trump because it's there's just so much first amendment and and yeah. so much of the uh what's the word so much precedent that's already been set right it would make this seem like such a ridiculous case to even think about bringing but here we are uh in the one part of the country where you can get trump no matter what and can probably get a uh, a jury that isn't even going to care about the case. What? We got Trump? Uh, do it. Orange man, bad. That's that's my vote. Right. Uh, so just from a legal aspect, what what's your opinion of the indictment? And uh, as a quick follow-up to that, what should legally happen to those responsible for pushing this indictment forward? Yeah, well, they certainly could have exposure themselves. No, I think the indictment fails for a number of reasons. If if we had been at a law school, this is a first-year law school exam where you had to draft an indictment for your your final exam, whoever drafted this would have failed. This, it fails for so many reasons. Uh, several First Amendment reasons, as you mentioned. Free speech, it uh, infringes on political speech, and uh, all, all of the counts require that the government prove beyond a reasonable doubt that Donald Trump believed that he lost the election and somehow concocted this cockamamie story of a rigged and stolen election that he never believed. And it was all a joke, and not a joke. It was all for the purpose of deceiving the public. 
Um, and I don't think I don't think anybody on the planet believes that. Now, to your point, will can they find 12 people in Washington D.C. who will convict Donald Trump of just being Donald Trump? Well, maybe, but I'd like to think that you know I'd like to think that some aspect of the law will make it through this. I do think Donald Trump will prevail on this, but to your original question about how how sound legally sound this document is, I do not believe it's sound at all. Right. Now, once once everything plays out here, if it goes the way it looks like it's likely to, there's probably going to need to be an appeal at some point down the road. I have every confidence that Trump eventually wins on appeal once it's outside of the purview of what's happening in the D.C. swamp. Uh, there is the possibility of uh, legal consequences coming forth uh, on these people that pursued this, knowing it's such mm -hmm. a blatantly obvious uh, constitutional right. uh, uh, non-starter. So right. what are some of the repercussions that these people might face uh, a little bit further down the road? I think it's a good question, and I, I get it a lot. And I, I think the source of the question comes from this really frustrating sense of injustice in our nation that, like, the bad guys seem to get away with everything. And, you know, the good guys keep getting persecuted and politically persecuted. And I think that's true and accurate. I don't like the idea of one administration turning around and prosecuting their predece predecessor, exactly what Joe Biden is doing to Donald Trump. I, there's part of me that thinks, like, let's pause for a second. Let's not turn around and immediately prosecute. But we, we do need justice. And so personally, I would like to see Congress get involved in some way or, you know, come up with some other solution besides one administration just turning around and prosecuting the others. I do think we will have justice in this country, but I think, I think we need to take a long, hard look about how to get there because the last thing we want to do is, turn into a banana republic you know we, we just can't get in the habit of prosecuting political predecessors so um i don't short answer i don't know i do believe it will come and i do believe there is an answer that we have to get to i just i don't know what it is at this point right well you know i was actually thinking more in terms of rather than persecution but there are remedies within the legal field for attorneys that uh are not uh, dealing in good faith. Uh, attorneys that yeah, like step outside of the uh, professional ethics of the field. Uh, and there's yeah. there's some potential remedies there, right? Yeah, I mean, there's bar complaints. Um, <laughs> I think Hunter Biden still has his bar license, which, I mean, should tell you how the bar, how concerned the bars are about corruption. Um, for a while, I don't know if it's still true, but for a while after... Kevin Kleinsmith pled guilty for lying to the FISA court in order to get a search warrant to um, illegally listen in on to spy on Donald Trump's campaign. He pled guilty to that. He kept his license for a while. I don't know if he still has it or they've since taken action. But um, but but John Eastman, who has not been convicted of anything and uh, gave his own personal legal advice, opinion of his legal advice to Donald Trump, who hasn't done anything wrong is having to defend himself at the California bar. So much, you know, the bars at the moment seem to mirror the justice system. People, people who are radical Marxists get away scot-free, but conservative attorneys are having to fight for their licenses 
like at every turn. So, you know, it, we, we just got to clean up the corruption and we got to clean up the corruption in, in every aspect. Yeah, I do find it disheartening, uh, primarily because, you know, I grew up with these images of attorneys, regardless of which side of the adversarial relationship they were on, putting aside their personal feelings and and trying yep. to either, A, give up the, the best possible defense within the law, or B, the prosecutors, again, trying to go get the bad guys within the law and their personal feelings and politics just didn't enter into it and if there was even a hint of it you could always count on the judge squashing it and that's just right. not the way the system is working right now and i think that uh, is probably the most disheartening part to me about all of this uh christina uh you've been very generous with your time Thank you so very much. Before we say our goodbyes, though, please remind everybody where they can find the book and feel free to share any websites and any uh, social media handles. If you're inviting people to follow you on social media along with those platforms, anything at all you want to throw out right there, go right ahead. Yeah, thanks, Tim. I appreciate your time. I love your show. And thank you so much for covering the truth and getting the word out. I think, you know, I think your show is super important for people to learn the truth and have a media outlet where they actually hear discussions of the real issues. So thank you for doing that. And thanks for letting me be part of it today. Um, the name of the book is Stealing Your Vote, The Inside Story of the 2020 Election and What It Means for 2024. You can get it wherever books are sold, Barnes & Noble, Amazon, all, all those places. You can find me at christinabob.com or on Instagram and Twitter at Christina underscore Bob, B-O-B-B, -B, or on Truth Social at Christina Bob. Thank you so much, Tim. I really appreciate your time. All right. Now, thank you. Uh, your time is far uh, better spent doing uh, things besides this. This is what my time is for. So thank you so much. And I hope we get a chance to talk again real soon and hopefully with some good news. Godspeed. Yeah, to you, me man. too. I'd love it. Thank you. All right. Good night. Good night. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was Christina Bob. She is the author of Stealing Your Vote, as well as being an attorney uh, for the Save America PAC, one of the uh, Trump reelection uh, campaigns. Ah, man. And I, I hate the fact that these conversations we're having tonight really need to be more in-depth. I mean, they really do. There's so much stuff to try to cover in such a short amount of time. And, you know, again, these people are off doing uh, important things, so getting them to sit still long enough and not take up their entire time, it's hard enough on a regular day. But it's Friday freaking night, ladies and gentlemen, and these people actually still have lives to try to get to as well. Uh, and so uh, thank you for being here and including this show as part of your life and listening. But my goodness gracious, so much more needs to be said about that. Uh, before we uh, even think about uh, transitioning to the next hour and resetting, though, I do have to remind you about our friends over at Vanish Holster. You see, at the very heart of the issue with this most recent indictment, the, the J6 indictment is basically what it is, uh, even though they don't come right out and say that. At the very heart of it is the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. We're talking about First Amendment for Donald Trump. We're talking about Second Amendment when it comes to the folks at uh, Vanish Holster. The quickest way uh, to go down the path of tyranny is to give up your guns. And the fastest way to become a victim of crime is to not have your firearm on you when you need it. And if you're a gun owner like I am, uh, you probably made this same mistake. Uh, that being that I picked out a holster that I thought looked really, really cool and would work it with the firearm. But then when I went to try to carry... 
it was just so gosh dang uncomfortable. I couldn't find a way to make it work. Well, according to thousands of the customers over at Vanish, that's not a problem with their holsters. In fact, they swear that it's the most comfortable holster, period. Some of the other great selling points for Vanish, uh, not only do they work for almost all semi-automatic handguns, they also allow you to carry two additional magazines. Uh, they're designed to work without a tactical belt, so there's an extra expense uh, that maybe you didn't think about when you bought it. Uh, you're good to go. And you also can carry in multiple positions, so find the position that's right for you. Okay, uh, is that enough of a selling point? Guess what? Just go visit and see for yourself, all right? Uh, you can do that by visiting www.vnsh.com backslash TAPP. You want to include the backslash TAPP because that will automatically activate for you a $50 discount, and that is still good through the end of August, and I'm still trying to see if I can't get them to push that even further. But don't hesitate. Don't, don't procrastinate because I can't guarantee you that they'll keep extending it. They've been really good about it so far twice. I'm eventually going to run out of uh, that uh, $50 limit. So you guys hurry now. That's www.vnsh.com backslash T-A-P-P. Go do it now. You can have your order on its way to you before the end of the show. Meanwhile, let's take a, a break to catch our breath. And on the other side, we're supposed to be joined by Mr. Ron Edwards. Uh, hopefully, uh, we'll have him on time tonight. <laughs> This is Matt Fitzgibbons from PatriotMusic.com, and you're listening to Tim Tap and Tap Into the Truth. This is Tim Tap, host of Tap Into the Truth that you can hear every Friday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern on the K-Star Talk Radio Network, Liberty Talk FM, ZMA Radio, and the Vera Network.
All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Thank you so very much for staying with us as we reset the hour. I have word that Ron is already on the line waiting to join us, which we will bring him on in just a second. But as you know, have to start off the top of the hour bringing you a message from one of our fine sponsors. And we're going to start this hour where we ended the last hour. And that's reminded you that in this age of constitutional concerns, never fear your rights as long as you are honoring them and are prepared how do you best be prepared well as i have often started saying recently the fastest path to tyranny is to give up your guns the quickest way to become a victim of crime is to not have your firearm on you when you need it and if you're a gun owner like me yeah i have to admit i've done this i'm not real proud of it but i'm not gonna lie to you i've done it picked out a, what I thought was a really cool-looking holster that I thought was going to be awesome. But then when I tried to carry, it wasn't so great. It was very uncomfortable. I couldn't get it to fit the way I needed it to, and I eventually just stopped carrying. Now, that puts you, my friend, in a very bad position if that very, very bad, no-good day arrives where you are forced to defend yourself, defend your family, defend your friends, or uh, – I know the left hates to admit this, but as a uh, – as a conservative, you already know the truth. You also have the right to defend your property in the same way. But you're at a terrible disadvantage when that day comes if you don't have your firearm on you. And that's a big reason why Vanish Holsters is quickly becoming one of the most popular holsters in the country. They have thousands of customers that will swear to you that it's the most comfortable holster, period. Uh, they, they don't equivocate on it. Uh, they just say, that's it, end of the discussion. They also like the fact that it's really designed to save you a lot of money. How so, you may ask? Well, here's the deal. The Vanish Holster is designed to work with a majority, nearly all, semi-automatic handguns. Beyond that, it's also designed to work without the need of a tactical belt. So there's another hidden cost that maybe you didn't think about. Also uh, allows you to keep two magazines there with your firearm, so you don't have to have extra belts to, to keep those extra magazines handy. Beyond that, it's also designed to let you carry in multiple positions. That goes back to that most comfortable uh, bit. Now, what I'm asking you to do is to go see for yourself. You can do that by visiting www.vsh.com backslash TAPP. Very important to use the backslash TAPP because if you do that, you're going to automatically activate yourself a $50 discount on your order. And in the age of Bidenomics... Who can't use a little savings? Am I right? One more time. That's www.vnsh.com backslash T-A-P-P. Go check it out right now. If you go visit there while you listen to the rest of the show, you can have your order completed and on its way to you before the end of the show. All right. With that having been said, ladies and gentlemen, allow me to welcome back to the show the purveyor of the Edwards Notebooks, the host of the Ron Edwards American Experience, uh, all-around patriot, and the part I'm proudest of, my friend, Ron Edwards. Ron, thank you so much for uh, coming back and hanging out with us on a Friday night. How the heck are you doing today, my friend? Well, the, I'm doing the... I'm doing the heck very well, sir. Uh, thanks so much for, for inviting me back. It's always a treat for me to uh, spend some time with a, a good friend of mine and a good friend of God and, and America. So it's always an honor for me. All right. Well, uh, let's see if we can just jump right headlong into uh, the deep end as we are 
heading uh, headlong into hour number two of the program. Uh, let's start with the big news that broke today. Uh, after months of negotiations, Ron, uh, the Biden administration has reached a deal with Iran to free Americans in exchange for uh, just north of 60, I'm not 60, but $6 billion, billion with a B. Uh, basically, we're going to be funding uh, terrorism throughout the Middle East and uh, the nuclearization of the weapons programs in Iran. Uh, just to get a few folks back, basically to the tune of roughly about $1.6 billion a piece, I think is what the math comes out to. <sighs> Look, uh, I, I'm sure you would agree uh, if you were talking about an American citizen, uh, legit American citizen, we should do everything within our power, within reason, to bring American citizens home, especially if they're being detained unfairly, illegally, and especially if it's just simply a political thing. But we still cannot afford to incentivize the kidnapping of American citizens, and it feels like that's exactly what happened here. What say you? I totally agree with that. When I first read that uh, this morning, I uh, couldn't believe it. And then I had to slap myself to, you know, wake myself back up. Uh, of course, I believe that. That's this is the Biden administration. Uh, what else would they do? They would do whatever it is, uh, no matter what the, the situation is. They would uh, take the most uh, egregious deal um, to harm America. You know it. You just said it. Uh, they're paying folks. You know, they're 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 creating a huge incentive for people to capture Americans and say, hey, hand over the money. Or you won't they, you won't see them alive anymore. So that's you know I, I you know after I woke back up I almost slapped knocked myself out from the slap. Um, I just did. Oh well, here we go again. Something else to to be concerned about. Now, in reality, well it is reality, but the correct way to deal with situations like that is you have to have divisions of your military that are trained for clandestine activity, stuff that nobody knows about and know how to get in, get out. And if it, by the time they find out you're there, it's too late. I think Ronald Reagan exhibited that uh, with, uh, was it with, I, was it with Iran? Um, I know the raid on Entebbe is a very good example of what Israel did. Um but this stupid, retarded deal that uh, Mr. Biden worked out, Uncle Joe Biden, I, you know, it just another log on the fire of hatred that I have for that man. Uh, I, like, I agree with you. We should try to get our Americans out. Like I said, we got to get back to clandestine activities. We have to get back to uh, learning how to find the weaknesses of these other nations and dealing from positions of strength. But wait a minute. I'm sorry, Tim. We don't have any strength left. We've squandered, I'm sorry, Uncle Joe and his, his, his minions have squandered away our military might. There's barely anything left in, in, in there's hardly any bullets left in the cabinet. Well, and well, so don't worry, uh, Ron, in his because... adult brain, he thinks, oh, well, I, I, you know, you, let's, let, I want to mess America up anyway, so let me uh, make this deal. And, um, you, you know, I hate to sound like an ass, but damn, I, I excuse the French, but, uh, you know, how, how, how low, 
are we going to allow this 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 administration to go? Um, this it, this it, is this is this is a. Uh, it's like America has has been set upon a death watch, on the world stage. And well, this is just uh, another episode of that of of of, of that uh, scenario, Tim. I I just. Um, I, I just I don't I don't know anymore. I, I I'm become, becoming very very skeptical about the ability of America to recover from her just legendary level of one situation after another of of, of uh, planned self destruction. Because none of this don't think don't think by any stretch of the imagination, Tim, that this is because the man is stupid or whatever. Oh no. One of the worst things people have done is called Joe Biden an idiot. In the past, I've been guilty of that, too, but I was wrong. The man is not stupid. The, the, the people that are stupid are the millions of people that still believe in this guy or that way of thinking politically. After all, isn't, isn't it true that Trump is only ahead of Biden by about four or five points, according to the latest polls? Yeah. Yeah, it, it's very scary when you think about it because right now there there is no reason whatsoever that even generic Republican candidates shouldn't be blowing Biden out by 30, and yet here we are. Now, as far as our military might's concerned, though, Ron, don't worry because they fixed the problem. They're just going to shoot rainbows at these people <laughs> through all of their uh, special engineering of the cores. And we're going to be really, really safe because there's going to be so much love. Uh, as you're well aware, uh, all of this mess, this love affair with Iran, and I still don't understand it, but it started – Openly Now, obviously, it started clandestinely, as you mentioned much earlier, but it started openly under Obama. And if there's anybody still left on the planet that doesn't think that this is Obama term three, then you, there's just you are not qualified to be a political uh, observer because you're not <laughs> observing anything. Everybody of substance that worked in the Obama administration is working for this administration, and all they've done is every uh, objective that they had, every part of the agenda, they pumped it up on steroids and they pushed it forward. And they have been since step one, since day one of Barack Hussein Alu Akbar, Obama's uh, time in the White House – I was I almost messed up Ron and called it his presidency. Uh, that's not a term he's worthy of. <laughs> but uh, uh, since day one of his occupancy of 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, the deal was to strengthen Iran and a certain type of Muslim in the Middle East. And peace is not on the agenda. It is the managed decline of the United States. You are absolutely right on that. But just, just this dollar amount is mind-boggling too. But uh, hey – According to Joe Biden, it's just money. Uh, it's clearly not his money, so just money. Inflation doesn't matter. Eh, we're all good. It's insane. It is. It is insane. But let's not forget, yes, they, you know, I think that I agree with you. I believe that Ali Obama is pulling the, the strings right now because of the demented nature of, um, of Joe Biden's brain condition. But let's not forget a lot of the things that are going on now, Biden was a part of putting all this together decades ago. Remember, the, the leftists have very long visions, unlike 
Republicans and even conservatives and even some Christians. Um, they plan for decades ahead. Joe Biden started on this 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 roadmap uh, from day one when he entered office in 1972. Uh, technically 73, but he was elected in November of 72. Um, and so Ali Obama and all those others that are doing uh, this damage to the United States. Now, they learned from Joe Biden years ago, from Joe Biden's um, example the things that he has supported. I mean, it was Biden who always made sure that with the exception of when Ronald Reagan was in office, he couldn't do it. The Gipper just thumped him away in those negotiations with Russia, those detente deals and, oh boy, perestroika, missile agreements. We were always, with the exception of during the Reagan years, always at a disadvantage um, you know, the Russians had more leeway than we did in those those agreements. And that's just one example. So Biden has been in this set a long time, and I think that he's consciously still doing stuff. Remember, even in a demented state like uh, Uncle Joe Biden, you can operate in a lot of things with long term memory. People with Alzheimer's, you know, they can go back 30 years and be just snapping. You know what I'm saying? And and that's that's what I think that uh, Joe Biden is operating on, because there are things that he is actually doing and saying. And there are certain things that even Ali Obama hadn't thought about that are happening now. And, you know, that makes Ali Obama even more happy because the damage is that much greater. Yeah. Um, and then at, at the end of all this, Ron, they get to just say that uh, if the American people do finally wise up enough that even the folks that normally vote Democrats start demanding their heads, they'll be able to say, well, you know, we were doing what we could, but Joe's me- diminished mental state. It's all mm-hmm. – they've, they've got this fall guy planet, and that's why they like people like Joe and Dianne Feinstein and John Fetterman oh. in place because they're just cogs in the wheel. They're going to do what's said. And then yeah. they've got a built-in fall guy. Uh, let's let's shift a little bit because uh, I've got – I was hoping to get to four topics tonight. I know that's ambitious when we normally get going, Ron. But uh, the, the next topic I wanted to get to kind of plays right on in with uh, this. Uh, in fact, the, the next uh, two do. Uh, I wanted to look at the core inflation numbers and how – Right now, Biden is trying to tout a domestic win, claiming that Bidenomics is working, which, which it is working. The problem is the plan is to destroy the country. That's the, the quiet part they don't mention. But uh, the, this notion that somehow they have achieved some kind of victory because inflation, the core inflation is just a little over 2% now instead of the record setting in uh, 9% it had been uh, – how many people are being fooled right now by the fact that they don't understand the economy and don't understand that year-over-year numbers are now being compared, uh, that the inflation rate is being compared to record-setting inflation from the year before? Uh, what are we really looking at? How much are you running into people that just don't get it? Far too many. And I think it's uh, people one, you know, part of the, the situation is no matter how great uh, Trump was, they desperately want to find any, even if it's the shortest straw of of a, a glimmer of hope 
that Biden is doing something good so that, uh, oh, we don't have to uh, worry about uh, uh, shifting more support towards Trump or anything but Trump. There's still the any anyone but Trump uh, syndrome sufferers. And uh, I'll give you something that uh, proves my point. $1.7 trillion in debt this year. Now, that is more than double the amount of the record-setting debt of last year at this time. That alone, my friend, they can sit there and say, oh, inflation is, what did you say, 2.5% or whatever? That's a, that's a lie. I, I'm, I'm just going to lay it out for you. That is a lie. First of all, let me get kitchen table with you. Eggs. The price of eggs, eight bucks now. In some places, it's higher than that, depending on where you are around the country. Gasoline, I'm sorry, petrol, uh, is up an average, oh gosh, what was that, uh, 43 cents uh, over the past months. That's the real inflation there. You're looking at the the increase in prices. Now, I know people that, I know people, Tim, no, um, <laughs> that they have to go traveling back and forth to Great Britain, a few other places. And they're, they're letting me know, hey, Ron, you're thinking about coming over here to Great Britain next year? Well, you might have a bit of a hard go of it, sir. It seems that your dollar is uh, less uh, less worthy when it compares to the pound. Yeah, that's because Biden and company have spent the dollar, the once mighty dollar, into oblivion because of the economic policies of Joe Biden. That is the number one reason. There are other reasons, too, but uh, the economic policies of Uncle Joe Biden and company, that is why you have those nations... Let's talk about the BRIC nations that are getting together in South Africa and saying, hey, we're getting together. We're going to get get rid of the dollar as the primary currency. Hey, we're going to drop the, the greenback. The greenback is now no good in our eyes. Well, and I cannot blame them. I, I don't like it. But as a man, you have to look at things as an issue, a thing is what it is, as Aristotle would say. A is a, and a thing is what it is. And we have to understand, hey, look, Biden and company, um, the Federal Reserve System, they got together and they damaged the dollar to the point where people are just willing to say, you know what, chunk this crap. Now, when you include that, if you look at, United States from a distance, what say, whether it's Africa, we have friends over there, things that they're telling us. They look at the United States, and I'm quoting people over there in Africa, as a menace. They said, oh, my God, Ron, we used to look up to you guys, to your country. It was so great. Even when you all made mistakes in the past, but that was the United States. You all were still so great. You represented something that was good. And, and all that, we thought that overall your goals were to be good. And you all did so much good in the world. But now, your nation, your government is a menace. This is what they're telling us. 
So, and 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 it's not just economics. And so that's that's like I said, that's part of the reason why the number one reason that they're saying they want to walk away from the dollar. They don't want to be bothered with a nation. And I know you didn't bring this up, Tim, but it's kind of related. And I think it's why God is allowing this. It's like a curse we're bringing on ourselves by coupling our economic aid with demands like you must promote homosexuality, trannyism, feminist, feminazism, all these things. You must promote these these destructive elements in your society or Uncle Sam will take away your do- these dollars. You won't get any more aid from us. Well, you know what? As the dollar continues to be shrunk as far as worthiness, it won't be worth anything anyway. The Russians want to put the ruble on gold. It may already be on gold. South Africa wants to go completely on gold. And all of the other nations, communist nations want to put their, their 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 monies on gold or something tangible because they're watching the greatest nation in the history of, of, of Earth self-destruct, and they don't want to fall, fall with it. And I believe that there's some things that a lot of countries know around the world that will be can be done that will make 9-11 look like uh, uh, um, like we were twiddling our thumbs. I really believe that. And because I, I do know that our military is weak. It's a weak and droopy daffodil. Not because the training is inferior, but because the equipment is not enough anymore. It's yeah, just like, um, gosh, what is that? Oil reserves. There's hardly any oil reserves left, which yeah. is mostly for warfare or an extreme emergency of, let's say, if we got bombed and something happened with the refineries or something, we would have that to tide us over while the, the nation would quickly re- repair refineries or whatever. But we're not in a position to do that, even though we have more oil than anywhere else other than uh, maybe Venezuela. So people are observing a, a self-induced sh- uh, sinking ship and, the, and the, it's a, the hole is getting bigger in the bottom. And us Americans are scrambling further and further towards the edge because the, the hole of the sinking ship called America, the United States, is getting bigger and it's sinking faster. And, and because it's by design. I mean, what now? That, that's the terrible truth. We, we have the Biden administration, not just Joe, but everybody that's working in it. That, that's been their plan all along. It's not fair, Ron, that, that we're so dominant. It's not fair that we're so much better than the rest of the world. But the thing is, we were so much better than the rest of the world because we believed in liberty and an effort at fairness. Actual fairness, not the left's definition or misdefining of it. Uh, we we see this failures in the economic system uh, again by design. They're trying to blow it up because they want someone else to be the leader. And uh, you mentioned the strategic uh, petroleum reserve. Uh, they finally admitted the other day that they were in consultation with China before they made the decision to release it, and that China ended up buying a big chunk of it. And so here we are. 
with uh, China and Russia now running patrols right off the coast of Alaska, just, just barely uh, avoiding entering official territorial waters. And we want to pretend like the world is uh, not more dangerous than it has ever been. And once the economy is gone, once our natural resources are gone to the point that we can't do anything, uh, the equipment is quickly falling out of disrepair. Uh, a lot of our best stuff we've sent to Ukraine. Uh, and beyond the fact that they want to do social engineering instead of actual training, uh, everything is so screwed up. There is no way that this isn't by design. It's too perfect. You can't accidentally destroy something like this. They looked at Cloward and Pivens, and then they looked at a bunch of creative ways to try and distract America. We have to start moving towards the mid-hour break, Ron, and I want to switch to uh, yet our third topic once we come back. So if you will hang with us, we will uh, take that mid-hour break. But before we take the mid-hour break, I need to remind you about our friends over at Native Path. Now, when it comes to Native Path, they have this great Antarctic Krill oil supplement that you just got to try it to believe it. Uh, right now, you know, they went from the, the concerns about how good they are to the concerns about people that are out there struggling with pain that are really, really risking their health by downing uh, large doses of ibuprofen or Tylenol. All you have to do is look at the back of the bottle of ibuprofen and see that some of the potential side effects that they talk about is heart disease, blood clots, strokes, kidney failure. It's just scary stuff. If you happen to be older, uh, the more likely you are to suffer from it. And the worst part is that at best it's temporary relief. It's only masking the real problem. It doesn't do anything about the inflammation, but that's where the uh, omega-3 fatty acids do help deal with the inflammation. Not only is the ibuprofen slash Tylenol uh, defense ineffective, it's expensive, and like I just mentioned, it's downright dangerous, especially if you're a senior. So right now you can go to stopmyinflammation.com backslash T-A-P-P, uh, important to use the backslash T-A-P-P, because that's where you can learn a whole lot more about the, the situation and see a special offer just for listeners of Tap Into The Truth. Uh, researchers out there are saying that uh, the Antarctic super nutrient, that again being the omega-3 fatty acids, is the real key to adding to your diet to reduce inflammation. In fact, it can outperform ibuprofen, Advil, Tylenol in reducing those pain the issues and swelling, of course. Don't have to worry about any of those dangerous side effects either. It's just a nutrient. For a limited time, you can grab Native Path Antarctic Krill Oil for as low as $23 a bottle. Just go to StopMyInflammation.com backslash T-A-P-P. Go there right now. Get your special offer just for being part of this audience. I'm Ron Edwards, host of the Edwards Notebook, and you're listening to Tim Tapp and Tap Into the Truth. Right
I've often said that the majority of elected officials are either working or assisting others to literally destroy we the people. Hello, I'm Ron Edwards. On today's page from the Edwards Notebook, brought to you by Constitutional Grounds Coffee. To use the phrase Senator Chucky Schumer spouted to a Supreme Court justice, the leftists are coming at us six ways to Sunday. Two ways in particular is to overwhelm us with millions of brutish illegal border crossers and budget-busting overspending. Illegal border crossers receive 43% of all food stamps. 95% of warrants issued for murder in Los Angeles are for illegals. 60% of all HUD-occupied properties in the United States are illegals, while many born in the U.S. are homeless. Mm. Taxpayers pay for 39% of all California students who are illegals. 75% of most wanted criminals in Los Angeles are illegals who rarely get jail time for their crimes. 50% of all gang members are illegals in California. And U.S. taxpayers are footing the bill for all the illegal border crosser madness. Simultaneously, the uniparty government is trying to extinguish our unalienable rights. The coming revolution will be televised. I'm Ron Edwards. Join me live weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 Pacific. To find out where, go to theronedwards.com. Second Skull is a protective headgear company with a patented line of impact-reducing products. At Second Skull, we focus on head protection as our only priority so that we can be the absolute best at it. With an estimated 2.8 million Americans sustaining a traumatic brain injury each year, and a half a million children being treated in the ERH year for a head injury, there have been recent declines in athletic participation levels. We believe that concerns and fears of head injuries are factors contributing to these declines in activity levels. Second Skull has protection for every sport and for every athlete. Our product line of thin, lightweight, breathable, and practical solutions are each tested at independent and accredited laboratories. These products are patented and proven. Constitutional Grounds, the hot air roasted coffee that produces a smoother, richer, healthier, and less acetic coffee. Our unique hot air roasted coffee has a most delicious taste that everyone is raving about. Because you want the best, Constitutional Grounds is the coffee you want in your cup. Simply go to theronedwards.com and click on to the Constitutional Grounds coffee display to make your purchase Constitutional Grounds, the coffee you want in your cup. Hello, my name is Tyler Boone, singer-songwriter and founder of the award-winning homegrown Boone's Bourbon label out of Charleston, South Carolina. Over just four years, Boone's Bourbon has been awarded some incredible awards, such as the Platinum Los Angeles, Double Gold New York, Gold Las Vegas, Silver Denver, and also named Top Six in the World in Forbes. While also being featured in Rolling Stone magazine, Billboard magazine, American Songwriter, and we're also now available in 24 states all across the country. So Boone's Bourbon is a high-proof, cash-strength bourbon at 117 proof. We are 75 corn, 21 rye, 4 barley, and at our price point, we're beating the competition at $40 in the retail stores. Boone's Bourbon is a family-owned business out of Charleston, South Carolina with my father, Mick Boone. Cheers, and we hope to see you soon. When I invented my pillow, my passion was to help each and every one of you. And 20 years later, all of your support is what keeps us going. Because of you, we've been able to create thousands of USA jobs and help millions get the best sleep ever. To thank you, my employees and I are bringing you a limited edition My Pillow. 
The Giza Elegance My Pillow is made with my patented adjustable fill, the most amazing cotton, and a two-inch pipe gusset. It has four custom loft levels, machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com and use promo code TAPP or call 1-800-659-9936. That's MyPillow.com with promo code TAPP. From all of us here at MyPillow, thanks for You're listening to Tap Into The Truth. This is Matt Fitzgibbons. This is Amy Hallam. This is AZ. Sharing the night together. And we are sharing Friday night together. Thank you so much for being here and listening. Greatly appreciate it. We're going into the last segment of the show. It's the last block. We have Ron Edwards with us. But before we get back to the discussion, I want to remind you about our friends over at 4Patriots.com. Now, again, it doesn't matter if we're talking about your power going out for a longer than usual period of time. And i got to tell you, we've had bad storms come through here quite a bit in the last week and a half. I've probably had our power out here at the house more in the past week and a half than we had all of last summer. And my uh, sidekick has gotten its work out, but it's done exactly what it's supposed to do. So the folks over for Patriots, they really have solutions that can be helpful. Now, they may not be whole house solutions. It may not be uh, the same as some gigantic super-powered gas generator around back. But if you can't utilize those for any reason, this is a great way to supplement. And at the very least, make sure that your medications that require refrigeration, that your medical devices continue working, all of these uh, things are still going to continue to work. And beyond that, what happens if uh, there's civil unrest or Bidenomics continues uh, its current uh, path and the uh, shelves at your local grocery store just goes empty because there's nothing there or because your dollars no longer can uh, buy any. You get full wheelbarrows of cash, nothing. You might need the survival kits. And these survival food kits are phenomenal too. So again, just go check out, see what they've got to offer. Excuse me. Once you have started filling your little cart up with great items that you will be able to use, that you're probably going to realize that you're late to the game of getting, be sure to use promo code TAP at checkout, that's T-A-P-P, to save yourself 10%. So again, that's the number four, patriots.com. Use promo code TAP, T-A-P-P, save yourself 10%. Again, Bidenomics, who who can afford not to save money? All right. Now, let's get back to the action. Ron, again, thank you so much for your patience waiting as I went through all this spill to try to keep our sponsors happy and hopefully try to get some good products into the hands of our listeners. Uh, before we uh, dive back into conversation, though, I want to make sure that uh, you get a chance to tell everybody where they can find your work. Well, thanks. Thanks for the opportunity, Tim. Uh, you can uh, check out... Uh my talk show, The Ron Edwards American Experience, Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern on uh, K-Star Talk Radio. Uh, you can uh, check me out on 
TalkStream Live, uh, Liberty Works Radio Network, um, .net, um, and, and a score of other places to find out where you can go to theronedwards.com. Also, you can follow me. Uh, you can follow me via Getter at, uh, at Ron E. American Experience. And on MeWe, at Ron Edwards 16. On Instagram, Ron underscore Edwards. And, of course, uh, Facebook, uh, Ron Edwards page. And there's also a Friends of the Edwards Notebook page. All right. So plenty of ways to follow, keep up, and a lot of stuff to keep up with, Ron, because you're one of the most active people on the front lines of the fight for liberty. Uh, that's why I love getting to talk to you on the regular Uh Let's let's jump back into the conversation. Though we we've talked a little bit about this deal with Iran, we've talked a little bit about core inflation numbers. Were again still a loss for America, but it's being packaged as a win for Bidenomics. Now I want to talk about this latest twist with the January sixth uh, issue. Now, obviously, the Trump indictment on this matter is an affront to the Constitution. Uh, it's all about this uh, two-tier system of justice, and Donald Trump finds himself a target once again. But the most, it's not surprising, but infuriating aspects is we have now uh, a concerted effort to hide evidence that was collected by the so-called January 6th committee. They're claiming that a, a lot of the documents that they gathered have been lost, and either A, they just shredded it and got rid of it because it didn't support the narrative, or B, they still have it, but they're willfully ignoring the subpoena and they're holding it in violation of law. Uh, what's your general thoughts, uh, and what was your first impression when you first heard about this fact that there are literally thousands of documents that this committee had that they just haven't turned over for whatever reason? Well, it's the same thing that I've thought uh, across the board about our, our situation here in the United States of America, the leftists have uh, their hands on all the levers of power. The judiciary is corrupted out. The, Of course, the uh, three branches of government are corrupted out. Um, the, oh, the unconstitutional CIA, which should be abolished and done away with. Um, the FBI has gone awry. Uh, they're all crooked. And many of your now thin blue line police officers are just as crooked and they support the evil as well. Um, so they, they're filling their oats right now. And that is what really that's 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 why I'm very, very pessimistic about our situation. Uh, unlike this is not unlike uh, any third world uh, bizarre banana republic anywhere in the world. These are the exact same steps that they took. The Bolsheviks, if you go back and study the Bolshevik re revolution in, in, in uh, Russia, Mother Russia, you'll see the same thing. See, there's the, you know, the Bible says there's nothing new on, under the sun, and this, this, this is old business right here. And we, the people, should have been up on it constitutionally and otherwise so that we could have, through knowledge been more concerned, would have voted better, would have uh, responded to other situations and, 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 to, and could have prevented a lot of this now. Now that they have their hands on every power 
uh, place in, in, in the country. They, they run everything, man. They run just about everything. And so the only thing that will help us now or can help us, I'll put it this way. I will not presume that God will even help us right now because he did. And when Trump was in office and all the evils were actually being reduced. And if he didn't help us then. What in Sam Hill makes you think that he's going to help us now that we're even worse now than we were before Trump got in office? Only thing I can say to him is Katie by the door. Oops. And God save us. Yeah. All right. Well, let me ask you this. Which do you think is more likely? Is this a case of willful withholding of documents that they have or willful destruction? Or is this a case of just incompetence where they uh, just they they didn't categorize it correctly and they've let it get away because they simply aren't capable of conducting an actual investigation. Because the problem here is I can very easily see it being either one or possibly a combination of both. Well, I know you mentioned incompetence. Well, I, I'm personally, I, I throw that out mm-hmm. because when they want to do something, they do it. When they want to find a guy in Utah and kill him because the things that he said, and he was a wonderful man from what I understand, they want to find out whatever they want to go after, whatever they want to do, they can do. So it's not about incompetence. Let's toss that out, at least from from my vantage point. It's a combination of um, there's some documents I believe they still have, and they got rid of other stuff. Remember, Mrs. Clinton did that. Got rid of tons of stuff. What is it, over 30,000 emails? Yeah. So that, like I said, they're doing whatever they want to do. And they know what they're doing. And they know that because they have their hands on all power, uh, the levers of power uh, in government and beyond, what, what can we do about it? What What is there to do now? Right, but well, pray for me, a miracle me... now? Because they, 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 they have it all lock, stock, and barrel. And I understand the Q people run around here going, uh, well, God's, the white hats, they're in control. This is psyops. Ron, you don't understand military. And actually, I do kind of understand a lot about military. I've studied a lot of history. And I talk to people that are that have been in the military that that uh, were not they weren't just grunt, lowly grunts. So. I, I I'm I'm very concerned. I'm, I'm very 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 concerned now, and I think I, I throw in competency. I never underestimate my enemies, and okay. we we must never ever assume that they're incompetent. That's that uh, to me is a deadly mistake. They're too well, evil when, to be incompetent. When it comes to the people involved with running the J six committee, though, uh, the, these aren't evil geniuses. They're just evil people. And they're following someone else's lead. Uh, But, yeah, your point's well taken. So let me ask you this last question on this topic, and that being if it is clearly intentional, and I I tend to agree with you. I I do believe this is intentional and willful. I actually tend to think that they still have a lot of these documents uh, rather than destroyed them because I don't think uh, they would be willing to let them go uh, and risk somebody else finding them. But my question for you is, since they're willfully 
not turning them over for whatever reason, whether they destroyed them or are dishoarding them, uh, is this to protect themselves or is this to uh, keep from evidence that would serve to exonerate Trump from coming to light? The latter, because they're already protected. Their kind run everything so they can do whatever they want to. They could walk up to you and I and spit in our faces and nothing would happen to them because they control everything from cradle to grave, from everything. So they know they're cocking about knowing there's nothing that that can be done to them right now. So, yeah, um, that's where I stand on that. And, and I tend to think that's perfectly legitimate. Uh, I, I do think that uh, some of these folks do still feel like they do, uh, you know, they have to still cover their backsides, though. There, there are legal they do. repercussions. They're covering their backsides just in case, through yeah. some miracle, that some people get to, the, you know, um, are, find a way to get in there or, they, you know, they're, they're concerned about that. Yeah. I understand yeah. that because they're not, like I said, they're not incompetent. So they are covering their backsides. But at the same time, with what I observe them doing, things that aren't even reported on that much, they know that they've got this in the bag. They yeah. didn't three or four years ago, but they know they've got it now. And they are making sure with what they have been allowed to do. They are making sure that all their bases are covered. They do a much better job of covering their bases than the few conservatives did to cover and protect what we had going good for us. Remember, our side had the control, so our side was actually more incompetent than these guys are. They were able to do what they wanted to do as far as cheating in the election. They potentially can throw a former president in jail for daring to say that. And the only illegal thing that Trump did, the one illegal thing he did was that time when he's he was waving those few documents and saying, hey, I think he was saying they, they weren't classified. I can classify them if I want to, something like that. That's the only thing. But that is not, in my opinion, enough to throw the man in jail And to go through all this that they're going through, because when you remember that a vice president walked out with more boxes than many presidents did. I'm talking about Uncle Joe Biden, the one that everyone says never knew what he was doing. But yet that now that is totally illegal. And I'll go you one better than that, because I think it's even more egregious. Although uh, with Joe, you do have also a lot of those documents he had was during his time as a senator. He had no business yes. uh, ever having possession of those, Correct. let alone yes. being able to walk around with them. But what Hillary Clinton did was willful and knowingly, as uh, she had classified documents she wasn't supposed to have, and she put them in harm's way of being hacked, in which most security experts believe that it had been. There's no telling exactly how many of our adversaries around the world uh, saw that. And there's no way she didn't know, and she willfully tried to hide and cover up uh, that fact, too, afterwards. Uh, And for them to pretend like uh, her intent wasn't that, uh, yet the law regarding these documents 
clearly states that intent is not part of the charging, whereas right now they're trying to convict Donald Trump uh, supposedly of having intent to defraud the American people and the American government and overthrow the results of an election. But anyway, uh, we're quickly running out of time, and I really wanted to touch on this last uh, topic as well. And you already alluded to it, so I don't know if you kind of felt the vibe I was putting out there or not. But we really can't let this go that this man from Utah uh, was just murdered by the FBI. I've heard some people trying to whitewash it. I've heard some people talk about justified shooting. There's so many ways that these people are trained to de-escalate. This guy was never a threat. He was incapable of walking without a cane. He was taking care of his son, who just recently had a stroke, uh, who was blind. This guy is not only active, but is a elder in his church. Uh, so many things he got. It, it really looks to me, Ron, like he just got caught up in this online persona, and, and he was acting in a way that he never would have done. Uh, the supposed threat is he was going to put on a gully suit and go get uh, Biden. Uh, just because Biden happened to be visiting Utah about this time, they show up at his house, and they just took him out. They just murdered him because they wanted to send a message to anybody else that was willing to speak out against him. That's what this was. But regardless of how it plays out, there will be no accountability. We know this. They're going to hide behind every bit of legal thing they can hide behind. But at the end of the day, it's going to be up to us, the American citizens, to stand up and demand accountability. We have that authority. We have that right we have the power if we stand together but i just i want to get your thoughts fully on the situation well this 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 backs up what i've been saying what i've said several times they have their hands on every um bit of power in this in this in this country as far as the legal system as far as the judiciary, the, the, the whole nine yards. And that was exactly what you said. I don't, you said it as, as, as well as it could be said. And it's their way of saying, yang, 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 yang. I can do what I want to. What the hell are you going to do? And it, it's, it's that open and blatant. Another example of uh, Bolshevikism. Um, and that's where we're at. And you've got people like Kevin McCarthy and, and all these other people. Oh, my God. Tim, they're, 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 you said it all. You said it all, man. You squared it to, to where it really is. And it's because they know that they've got it all. They, they've been allowed, for whatever reason, that I will, God will have to tell me when I get to heaven, why in Sam Hill did he allow this to, to unfold when we had it going much better, even according to his godly principles? Why did he allow the election to go the way it was? If the American people had actually voted that way, I would have nothing to say other than we're getting what we voted for. That's what uh, you know the country deserves. That didn't happen. The cheaters were allowed this 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 calamity this this situation and i cannot for the life of me 
even looking at biblical history, I cannot find a logical reason why that was allowed to happen. But we, it is what it is. We are where we're at. You speak out like the way that guy did. Okay, so he, so what? He said some things. Do you know how many things much more have been said by Democrats in reference to threatening uh, Robert Kennedy Jr.? How many uh, horrible things have happened? Oh, wait a minute. Kathy Griffin just put together a picture of, what's his name, Smith holding Donald Trump's head. Jack Smith holding Donald Trump's head. Not now, that different than the one she used to show herself that got her into trouble. Yeah, but Although it's, she but never it's the got same head, but, but now with a picture of Jack Smith holding his head. So what I'm saying, this, you know, and, and the more I talk, the more I'm continuing to prove that their side has all the control. And I don't know what we, the American people, can do now. Because as Joe Biden said one time, and he leaned in, we have the bigger guns. And I'll never forget When Joe Biden said, we're going to get Donald Trump, you get him. And so the man that doesn't know what he's doing knew enough to say that. And it's his bidding that is being honored. Not the the will of the good American people. Not the even the will of God, not the, the, the in, good intentions of Donald Trump. None of that. None of the good stuff is being allowed right now. Only the evil. And why, when America was doing many of the right things technically, according to biblical principles, according to just good principles, and it was they were allowed to be arrested out and thrown out as if what we were fighting for was, was evil. And that has never happened before, as far as I, I understand, even in biblical history. And I know I've yapped about this before, but it, it that blows my mind more than what is actually going on. But how it came to be and how it was allowed to, to get to this point is what blows my mind. If there weren't people working against it, if we didn't have a good leader doing trying to do the right things... If we didn't have people praying and, you know, one excuse one guy threw at me, well, there needs to be repentance. Well, we repented back then. I know a bunch of people that did. There were millions that did. Now, I guess if that's it, then we need to go to God and say, well, what is the exact number that you'll honor repentance? I thought it was a remnant. And the reason why I bring it up, because it's it's this it's where this is where we're at, man. Without God, we're gone. We're done. We're, it's kaputs. They've gotten so far entrenched that without God's intervention and help, it's a, it's a wrap, man. It, it, they, they have gotten that far. And we can stand up and do the right thing and say the right things and great numbers and this, that, and the other. But they have their levers. That's why they want to hurry up and bring up this this digital currency. They're there, and the World Health Organization. We're going to be having some more um, uh, interviews, even coming up on my show with an expert on the World Health Organization and what they want to quickly do to us in a in a very short time. It's because hey, the left has been. It's like heaven said, you know what? Have your way. 
Well, you know, Ron, I, I tend to think that we still have large numbers of people that haven't woke up yet, and I think it's going to have to get really bad before they will. So I think we're in a position where we're just basically having to suffer through that until they get there. And, and I think that's when the intervention happens. We're quickly running out of time, Ron. We've got oh. less than a minute uh, for you to share any last thoughts you'd like to. Uh, 30 seconds, Ron. 30 seconds. Your final thoughts for tonight. I understand what you were saying, but you know what? It, it, it's it's too far. It's too far gone to the point where. Okay, by the time all the all the great number of people that need to wake up wake up, the damage will be too great. We'll be Venezuela or worse than Venezuela. And then what what are we gonna arise from? Well, uh, Ron, hopefully we can find some place where uh, we'll get the, that uh, assistance from the good Lord to, to rise us from those ashes. But otherwise, you're absolutely right. I, I, I wish I could uh, wave a wand and uh, dispel your pessimism, but uh, you have every reason to feel that way. That's going to have to be it for tonight, guys. And uh, you know what? Go out. Enjoy your weekends. Uh, let's get back to the uh, war for saving the republic. And it is going to be a war. But in the meanwhile, don't take my word for it. Definitely don't take their word for it. Be prepared to put in some effort. And most importantly, use your brain if you really want to tap into the truth. Good night, everybody. Great weekend. And we'll see you next week.
is using both hands. <laughs> 